Hey guys, you're tuned into yet another episode of Cocktails and Cousins with your favorite cousins, Dream the Doll, Trinice, and Trey. Yo. Yeah. Okay, cousins, what did you guys do this weekend? Ooh. So uh, you just gonna I... keep going when you heard me trying to talk. Oh, <laughs> no, 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 no. Think, honey. But I need my off the top. Go ahead. You know me, the baddest bitch. <laughs> I had a gig. The baddest puta. I had a gig. Um a, a pride hosting party gig or whatever. Oh, yeah. How did that go? I saw the flyer. Honey, it was hot as hell in there. I felt like we was actually in hell, baby. Preparing <laughs> us for the afterlife. <laughs> Preparing us for the afterlife. But it was it was cool. I got my tins, honey. Got my compliments. Everybody, yeah, this, that. I ain't like a lot of people that be trying to get at me on social medias was actually trying to get at me in real life. I'm like... Baby, you, you wouldn't have a chance in with our hey, double tap and haunt your DM, baby. This ain't, <laughs> this ain't Instagram. This girl. ain't that. I'm gonna look at you and say, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you see the video like um, when the, the boy be acting like the prince, be like, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yo, yeah. he was so annoying because he was acting like um, Tony talks first. But now that he in this high school administrator situation, I think he's really doing much better. Yes, yeah. I keep saying him, David. No, he wasn't Tony Talk. No, I said he was. Tony oh, Talks was okay, the first yeah. person I saw doing, doing what he was thing. doing. Oh, the and high then, school administrator thing. No, not high school administrator. It was the, um, the lady. Yeah, the lady stuff. It's the wig. the right. wig for me. And <laughs> then once I saw him, he was trying to do that laugh because Tony Talks has a laugh that he mm-hmm. does. Mm-hmm. And he was trying to do that laugh. I was like, okay, because. But no, now that he's Tony Talks fan. When he be eating like the teacher people. Yeah, sure. Because, <laughs> uh-huh. It's the, the keys. The keys. <laughs> the radio. <laughs> no, that one video where he was, what, wait, you don't have anyone home that can pick you up? Like, <laughs> look, somebody need to come get her. We trying to go home too. <laughs> Embarrassing. Um, oh, but for my weekend, I went to the Civil this weekend. They had Friday night. They had like um a live band and they had open mic. I typically leave when the open mic when they open that mic I'm out of there. But no, um, it was really cool. It's real vibey. The first time I yes, went, you, y'all niggas let us sip. You got devil eggs? I did, um, but I didn't get the swine because I'm I'm laying off the I'm I'm not trying to do pork, so they don't have no turkey bacon in there. It's crazy because the only pork I'll eat is pepperoni and. Bacon. bacon. I haven't had a pork chop, a spare yeah, rib in a long time. You had pot roast the other day. No, that was beef. Oh, good, great. I love me some ribs, but oh. I can be craving it all the time. Okay. 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 Drops Mike. Dream, honey. are you drunk? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you need to be. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it was real cool. The first time I went, it was real low key, like just me and a couple people, and wasn't that many people there. This time when I went, it was lit, like. We sent somebody. Oh, on a Friday? Yeah. Yeah, it'd be like that. On but Fridays. no, the Friday before it wasn't. So I was like, okay, but we Is sent it somebody. Because the niggas don't come out with it. Maybe, you right. And you know how I say when it be raining, honey. Sugar melt in the rain. Y'all know that. <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, so we, I did that. And then I had a shoot Saturday. I literally have been shooting since. Yes, the girl been getting yeah, to it. Um, With the camera, honey. She's yes, not a mass shooter. She's not a mass shooter, guys. Ah, not a shooter. Um, but yeah, it's the showcase that I'm working up to that is on the 26th. It's virtual. Yeah, so. shout out to Nat the Brat. Shout out to Nat the Brat. Shout out to Go 11 Mob. Um, they are having a virtual showcase. And it's dance, art, all that sort of stuff. Um, and I have helped them with probably 75% of the videos. Mm. A lot of people have sent stuff in. So it's a, it's a variety of talent here in Baltimore. And they are just showcasing that. So if you can go to Eventbrite, search 11 Mob Showcase, purchase your ticket. It's virtual. You can watch it wherever you are. And just support. And if you don't want to buy a ticket, just send them some money. Support black business. Yes, honey. Invest in black business. Trey, what did you do? So I have to say this because this was crazy. It wasn't the weekend, but it was kicked my weekend off. <laughs> Thursdays are my Fridays for work. 
Amen. I call myself leaving work early and goddamn run. I didn't hit him. Some damn man <laughs> in front of me. I named him Gerald, by the way. Gerald <laughs> slid off his goddamn motorcycle. The motorcycle wheels are still spinning, playing Jay-Z, reasonable doubt. <laughs> My boy just wiped out. I had to stand and call the ambulance for him, wait for the wife to get there. She hit him with the Florida albums. Damn, damn. Yo, y'all should have saw the way she turned up that car and picked him up. Oh, baby, okay. <laughs> you would have thought that nigga was dead. So that was Thursday. Mm. Friday, I slid to Philly with my man, Sean. We turned up a little bit for his birthday to go holler at one of my friends from college. Um, little B&B situation. We had fun. You know, a couple drinks and all that. That's good you still and got friends is... from college because you know how you were terrified. Yeah, <laughs> that was done. <laughs> um, Saturday, I kind of chilled. I didn't do much, but then I hit up 7 West with um, Deej and... You know what? People keep posting crab cakes and lamb chops at 7 West. The crab cakes is not giving, y'all. First of the all... The lamb chops bang, but the crab cakes is not. First it's a Mediterranean all, crab cake. With L Grandmother, only crab cake I'll ever put in my mouth is a fried crab cake. Mm. I know that a lot yeah. of places, on, when people post crab cakes, they always broiled. are broiled. Yes. Yeah. I mean, like, what the hell is this wrong? <laughs> <We're laughs> Try Coco's now. Like, where's the brownie? Oh, yeah, they, I heard raving reviews about Coco's. Somebody was like, I'll take you to Coco's and get crab cakes. I said, okay, and I'm not going to eat it. <laughs> <laughs> you going to waste your money? You're not impressing me, honey. Don't well, take yeah, me for so, seafood. Just playing yourself. That was it for me, for real. Oh, that's good. Okay, so the drink, the cocktail that we have today is called the most ghettoest shit ever. <laughs> yes, cheers. I'll get some ASMR for uh -huh. you. got some? Oh, let me see. No, you do your classy one first. Okay. No, let me do my hood booger one. <laughs> oh, it's the hood booger one. Oh, I have a mint stuck in my straw. <laughs> Girl, all these damn mints in here. Where the liquor? Ew. Yes. <laughs> yes, girl. What what is in here? Um Henny. Yeah, definitely. He definitely this is it's, a strong one. It's okay, so it's I, a first tea and a henny and then a shot of Malibu. Oof. Oh damn, Gucci. Mm -hmm. Well. So with L cocktail being called the most ghettoest shit ever will lead into our topic for tonight, which is adulthood. Besides Paul Kite being the most scariest fucking um, hood, honey. Next to that hood is adulthood. Facts. Um, I just feel like I was telling y'all before we started recording that one meme that's been going around like, Yo, we really the adults now, and I was I like, I can't believe this. I feel like imposter syndrome. This is not no. real. It's so crazy, and I feel like you know, as the most senior of the group, <laughs> yeah, you gotta go first. Yeah, boy. I feel like there's so much that I've learned at becoming an adult that I feel like I wish the adults ahead of us would have prepared us for. I feel like there was a this assumption of them knowing everything and them having it all together that made us seem like yeah that made it seem like when we reach a certain age it's supposed to just be this way but like if they would have just been more open and honest one we would have been more understanding and two we would have had more of a realistic idea about what we were walking into but maybe we're going through the same thing they was going through think they had it all but really didn't but from our perspective as kids we thought they had it all but now looking back at it we don't got it all, just like they ain't really have it all. Oh, but I don't say I have it all. They, the difference <laughs> is that generation, they legit was priding themselves on like this and that and this and that. And it's like, 
Honey, it's not. It's more that than I mean, this. But if or you maybe think it was about in it, hindsight. Like, no, like yeah. they got older, they were telling us, like, when I was your age, I was this, this, Yeah, this, because this, if this. you think about it, if we talk to our younger generations, we'll be like, we paying bills, we doing this, we got like, this girl at 16, I was yes. buying my own tennis. Uh-huh, you complaining? So, yes. so <laughs> we do the same movies. thing they give. Right, but I feel like, well, I'll say personally for me, I know that I'm more open about my failures, my issues, my struggles than I think the generation before us was. Because there's certain things, if somebody come to me, um and they like oh this that i'll be like listen this is how this was mm. D- don't don't think just because you see where i'm now like you see i got this good job now this this is not how that was and don't expect to just come out of school and get blah blah blah. that's not how it works and i think for me it makes me feel more honest and not deal with imposter syndrome as trey was talking about <laughs> but it makes me feel more honest and also try to let them know to prepare in a way that i don't feel like i prepared See, but I can say in the same breath that I feel like maybe we did have that because, like, from our grandmother, be like, oh, see, I had to do but this. That, that's the generation before the generation before us. Okay, I get I'm it. talking about but our I mean, but parents. I, well, I know my mom used to be like, you think you got it hard, but back then I had to do this and do that. And it was more so of get it on your own. Right, I'm saying as far as instruction. Has okay, she sat yeah. down and been like, be like these this is, oh yeah, like, this is the stuff I went succeed. through, so understanding. I oh, feel like okay. there's a the understanding that I want to have for the generation coming up. Like, I can get that, okay, school is not your thing. What else can we do? I can understand that this might not be your path. What else can we do? Whereas the generation before us was like, huh, 18, you're getting out. This is what you need to do, blah, blah, blah. It was less of an understanding and more of a force. Mm-hmm. So I think there's this leniency there that we are creating in our generation that will extend to the generation below us that the generation above us did not give us. Mm. Okay, my adulthood, I just want to say, I wasn't expecting all this. All I want to <laughs> do too was... damn much. Look, all I want to do is stay out late, drink, smoke, have sex, and I ain't, and cuss. And, and I cuss. Ain't doing I just came here to have sex and cuss. All I got to do is I'm stressed, honey. <laughs> Bills I barely get a chance to have sex and cuss because exactly. I pay bills all of that. I cuss when I pay my bills, honey. That's the only <laughs> way I'm cussing. So it's working. It was a trickery bamboozle, honey. <laughs> Maybe we only Foolery. saw the glitz and glamour of the ghetto life they I was living. I think so, honey. I think so. We glamorized the ghetto. That's um, all it was. We didn't get the realistics. Like, but, look um, at them drinking and cussing and having sex. I can't wait to get grown. Like, whole I time. never, I was never like that. And I, I just, yeah, I know I, I was different. I used to listen to them songs like, damn, I, was, I, can't, I can't wait to wait grow to up and do this stuff. Yeah, uh-huh. Well, we know. Curse Drive a not. car, it have my own house, now, having sex every week. I can't wait, honey. <laughs> now, look at me, I can't honey. wait to be in a only thing, Look, only thing around here is bills, baby. <laughs> look, but that that's mean, what that's I the... get for singing that Beyonce song. That is, yeah. yeah. my bills, honey, because down here, now I ain't really want right. bills. <laughs> I just feel like it's really the the grass is greener. Like when you're younger, you want that freedom, mm-hmm. but you don't know all that's attached to it. So we so used to somebody telling us, do this, do that, go get the remote, go do this, go turn this, whatever. And they then, gave us purpose in life, basically. Yeah, that's what they think. Start and then, building. yeah, and then the once assistant, you, the, unpaid assistant, basically. <laughs> the thing, it's an intern. The thing that you are looking forward to at a young age is your freedom, mm-hmm. but you don't know that that comes at a cost. Ooh, and then it's like, once you call, get free, it, this shit ain't worth it. If y'all out there and y'all listening, don't do it. See, Stay your no, ass that, home. No, Every no, chance I get no, to tell the no, youngest under me is don't grow up too fast because, yes. baby, it's not worth it. Do not grow up Be too fast. Be a child as long as you can. Now, I'll say if you have the privilege of having a support system that 
gives you that space. Now, the one thing about being in a black household, your emotional and mental welfare is it's up coming to you. at that cause. It right. is at that cause. You gonna stay at now, home. Hope you and your people is locked in because mm-hmm. you gonna go through it. Um, Nineteen still can't have overnight company. I'm having sex. I'm drinking and I'm smoking and we doing drugs and at this, my house. So come <laughs> over. <laughs> this is why she getting kicked out. <laughs> but um, but yeah, like there's a certain thing where like I would say. You know, when you are out of high school, I really hate that idea of 18, you're grown. Mm-hmm. I hate that. And the thing It shouldn't that, be forced on you. It, it should be optional. But not even optional. I think if you're a parent that you know that you haven't trained your child in these 18 years to be prepared at 18, then you know that that's not going to work. Like, I don't have children, by the grace of God. And I said that I, once they enter teenage years, like 13... Each year will be dedicated to learning something, be it like the first year is budgeting. The second year is, you know, whatever their craft or skill is like getting into that intern. Like I want to dedicate each year to something so that at 18, I can say you have all these skills under your belt. So if you go out here in the world, I know you're prepared. Right. But I feel like a lot of black people just be like, once you get to 18, that's the finish line. What? Yeah, they're like, I'm legally not obligated. Yeah, no like more. it's I feel like I wish that there was more of a preparation for adulthood and less of a passing it into like just throwing you into it. I agree. I right? agree. I mean, for me. Uh, I always been grown, but <laughs> I think like you know, and I was like, I was buying my own tennis and stuff at like fifteen, sixteen. We were buying. I felt a little grown. We were buying your own tennis. my own tennis, like fifteen, sixteen. I sold my little weed. I was like, you can't tell me nothing now. Once I got eighteen, nineteen, I was like, all right, wait a minute, this move too goddamn fast <laughs> now. I think my moment of real adulthood. Is when I bought this car. I was like 19 or 20. I bought this car. And my mother would not let me get on her insurance. And I was mm. like, well, what the hell I'm supposed to do now? And I was calling all now? these insurance places, getting quotes, and they was like, 460 times. Yes, what the hell is story it? For me. Uh, you're young. You have no driving mm-hmm. experience. I was like, I really got to pay? Like, seriously? Like, I finessed it for now. Damn, But that was my real adult moment. I was like, if you want to drive, she ain't like you get on your damn insurance. You got to figure it out. Yeah. See, one thing I would want to back back on what Trinice was saying about the black households and once you 18, I feel like the flaw is with the white people, honey. They stay home as long as they want. Yeah, they'll, they'll stay home and the parents will, you know, provide for them, have pay for their schooling, mm-hmm. let them live home while they trying to figure out what they want to do in life. So I feel like that's kind of how they turn out more successful because, you know, in black households, if you still live home past your age limit, oh, you got to pay bills, yeah. give me half mm-hmm. of your check, but you can't do this, you got limited things that you could do with that's also because that generation didn't set themselves up financially well so you looking like an extra check for them like oh you here you gonna kick in but it's also in a comparison to the whites they have more (laughs) money to be able to do that like if Mm -hmm. i feel like if black people did have the capital to do that they probably would but you got to think if you're coming from a household where it's your single mother trying to make it work at or 18. if you in a three-generational project or Section 8. Well. This was my grandmother's Section 8. She wrote it over to my mother. And yeah, now like, I'm here. Like, it's not that. It, it, I want to say, playing devil's advocate, I don't think it's the lack of desire. I think it's the lack of access to do it. Yeah. Because a lot of parents would not want to put their kids out here in the street knowing what it offers. They've been out there. But it's also like, listen... As you get older, and this is what we were talking about on the show with Ray, shout out to my father, with him the other day, the other day was like, you know, the parents feel like they do stuff from this age to this age. They forget that. But everything after that gets more and more expensive. So once you get 18, once you get to high school, everything is more expensive. Your clothes, what you mm-hmm. desire, it's like everything. Adult. Yeah. So it's kind of like, I can barely afford me. You're a grown person living in my house. I got to afford you too. That is not going to work. And it, it's really not through 
a lot of times, not all the times, some times, but it's not through intention. I think it's just, it's not going to work. And instead of having to sit there and say, your mother's broke, baby, they just <laughs> throw you out and make you feel like, you know, they can keep their image and you can figure it out because they figured it out. So if black people had the means that we should have, if they had the L forty acres in the moon, <laughs> yes, then I think that there would be more of a path to adulthood. That's a like th- it just needs to be a path. White people get literally when they start, they get them in internships. Like, hey, my son can type. Put them in your company, and then they be interning because yeah, they've made connections. So they're exactly. like, oh yeah, my friend he owns Tesla. My son's gonna go yeah. over there, and then right. So then you set them up not only with comfort at home where they can now go to a job and do what they need to do because they're not stressed out and burdened. They go home, they have peace of mind, they go to work, they have connections. By the time they age out, they can get into manager, assistant manager, vice president roles because they've been in there for so long. Mm -hmm. Whereas black people, which I hope that we start doing now that we have more black businesses, like we don't take advantage of our network as much as they do. And we also Mm -hmm. don't have as big a network. So it just sucks that this is how that goes. But I do want to say for all the parents out there that's trying to make it happen and that had to make that hard decision, I know that y'all really don't want. Just hug your child. Let them know. You know, I didn't mean to throw y'all into this cold world. Yeah, put some coins in their pocket. You know, that's what they need. But like, I think if you realize, you know, life had to make you harder than you want it to be, I think you can always go back and make it right. That's true. Mm-hmm. Definitely honesty is the first step. Yeah. Be real with yourself. Be real with your kids. And tell them, but mommy ain't have it like that. I was shaking Peter to pay Paul. <laughs> Not shaking him. Well, I was working on John <laughs> and trying to holler at Jesus to get the dinner on the table tonight. <laughs> Break the bread, honey. Turn wine to water. <laughs> Big them 5,000 little came from nowhere. <laughs> Yeah, for real. So I, I don't know. I think because our generation just so used to it and like culture wise, we so mm-hmm. used to 18, 18. We look forward to 18 as one for us as freedom being grown. Mm-hmm. We know we're going to be out there on our own. And it's not really a it's not really a second guess or a question of whether or not I'm going to be home past 18. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. like unless you go to college and, you have, you know, you have that support system where they paying for you to go up to school. Even when you're in school, look, I ain't paying all this mm-hmm. goddamn money for you to be up here. That, like it's never yeah. that. Give yourself time to figure yourself out first. Like, yeah. if we really had at least until 23 to stay home to get to figure it out, at least. That's post Then it's like, all right, nigga, yeah. you 23, you still home, you ain't got a job, you know what I mean? Then it's like, all right, you had to go. But, like, 18, and some people throw their kids out earlier than that. Well, mm-hmm. it depends. Some of them niggas be in the street. You bringing no drama to mama's door. Yes. But it's just. Well, other words, as long as you bring the money, honey. Look, bring the money, <laughs> man. Look, don't bring the drugs in here. Just bring the money. Don't bring the drama. You bring know, the I coin. would love to say that I do love the progress progress with L generation because now a lot of people of L age group mm. are, you know, giving their kids business. Like, even yeah. if it be clothing things, they yeah, bring their kids in. Or, like, have their kids selling lip glosses and. Yeah. Snacks and all that stuff. A lot big. of them, a lot of them are throwing that and setting that up for their kids. I don't know if the money is actually going to the kids yeah. now, baby. We got got at least it's in the name. At baby, least they're giving them businesses and not bills. Back, <laughs> all we used to have back in L day and L names is phone bills, cable bills, bills and stuff and like that. Names, exactly. Right. Messing up L good credit, L good name. Yeah. But I do love that L generation is doing that, like giving L kids the set of becoming an entrepreneur, like you have this business, this is what you're doing, support my child mm-hmm. in this way. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I do love that. And then with social media, that's giving kids a platform. Like mm-hmm. kids youngest probably like four be having a big following yeah. on social media and that could push brands to want to, you know, yeah, partnership with, partnership them, and, with yeah. them and have them sell their brands. So right. now they're making a name for their self for when they do grow up and mm-hmm. they can take their following, their good name that they built or their parents built for them 
and they can do whatever they want to do with that further in the future. Yeah, that's that's really really big because the one thing that I I heard somebody say and they would just like your child should know how to do everything that you do. Mm-hmm. That way they have something to fall back on, but they have a choice to do something different. Mm-hmm. So like let's say my father was a plumber. As his child, I should have all of those skills. Okay. So that way, I, that's the family business. Like you, that's how it used to be. Like you learn the family business, and if you want to do something else, you do something else. But you always can be like, if nothing else works, I'm a plum. Right. <laughs> I'm gonna be a plumbing like, nigga. I know how that works, but it's a lot of people, and this is why, like Dream was saying, it's good that they're doing this push now. But it's a lot of people that have amazing businesses and really great at this, and their kids know nothing. They do mm-hmm. nothing with it, and I think but that's another thing. You can't handicap your kids and give them off your yeah. hard work. You gotta like look, like you said, family yeah. business. You gonna mm-hmm. learn or. Start a business or whatever the case may be, because yeah. like, first of all, it be strangers and niggas. Oh, I want to start a business. You don't. They be true. entertaining that. Your damn kids just sitting there ordering Chick Fil A and buying damn PlayStation <laughs> just, games on your stuff. Using the money, not understanding the money. Exactly. I think that's a really big uh, deal. Financial literacy. I feel yes. like our, one of the great thing about our generation is financial literacy. Like we hated how we grew up rubbing pennies together, saying our parents not have it or having to do for ourselves. So we're so big on financial literacy that we're willing to not have families first. Yeah, we're willing to put things on hold until we get these things together. So, I mean, hopefully it works out for our generation. Like, those kids that come beyond us yeah. will have at least that and emotional because, you know, our Absolutely. mental health. We don't be planning about our mental health. We do not. Yeah. Money yeah. and mental health yeah. is everything. Uh-huh. Yeah. So that's a good for our generation. I yeah. think we turned out. I think our generation We're may be the strides. turning point. Yes. Yeah. Because yeah. um, we, we don't take a bunch of shit that the generations before do us do. Not at all, baby. As far as marriage, relationships, and especially in equality, the workforce. Yeah, yeah, workforce, all that. We and these don't jobs, no, like, we can quit and start a business tomorrow. Yeah. Like, we have no problem. Like, we understand it takes multiple incomes like first of all the average millionaire has seven streams of income yeah. think about it and people go into one job that right. you get fired from at the 40 years and be replaced within probably they a say, week or less you drop dead they gonna have a tip in your chair by Monday that's, that's, that's what I be saying that's why I say I take my time off I call out when I want to call out because guess what my well-being, if this, if I feel like this job is hindering me or I want to have a good time and I can't have a good time, <laughs> y'all baby, messing up my good, good time. Because guess good what? Time when I'm gone, time. baby, my replacement will be in Tuesday yeah. and I'll be buried by Wednesday, honey. <laughs> and y'all won't give a damn. Right. But yeah, true. I think that's really big. The thing that I did, I do not like is like the flick that we get from the generation below above us that's like y'all always quitting jobs it's like yeah I when think they it's low key hate though like it's not hate it's jealousy they hate, didn't jealousy. have that that fearfulness fearlessness I'm yeah, sorry mm-hmm. to be like I don't want to do this no more I'm leaving cause yeah. back then it was like oh this he got a job having a job was 50% of, the, of your life that's yeah. you did if you think about it that's what a lot of things as far as merges yeah. they didn't want to leave because, because it, this, would have, it was all about stability for them yeah you would have to be a single person like your own person rather than be a, a financial as a group yeah mm. so you had to start all over and i think our generation are like we just gonna play like about we it willing, like we willing to do that yeah, yeah. i'm like, gonna take the riskiest yeah um but yeah like when i first moved into because the position before i started doing what i do now i was in a position inside that was like cool but it wasn't what i'm doing now and the one lady generation above us um she was just like why would you want to switch why do you want to and i was like well first of all it's more money second of all it's a different schedule and third it's something that i want to do like what i'm doing now i enjoy but this is what i'm this is a passion like Mm -hmm. i want to do that And she was just like it just don't make sense and i said well she was telling other people so i went to her directly like first of all what i choose to do with my profession talking shit about me (laughs) you in my business (laughs) like what i choose to do this is a a really cute work curse out (laughs) what i choose to do with my business in my life is none of your business the fact that we have interacted because we got really close at work and like 
they was just like, this is how it is. This is normal. And I was like, just because you've been in this position normal for 30 for you, years. Right? Yeah. Like, you accepting like, that. I'm not. I don't have to do that. And to catch Fleck because I want something better and different for myself. Like, yeah, okay. You can keep, you can hold that because I'm going to keep going on. And I legit had to like tell her, you can have your opinion I, that I don't care about, first of all. But I don't need your approval to do what I want to do. Right. Whatever changes that have to happen in your life because I'm gone, that's on you. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm not even sorry. Have Have fun with it. Because I'm sorry to this woman. Yeah, like it's just it's just I really respect that so much because it's like how can you guilt somebody because they're doing what's best for them? Mm-hmm. Like why are y'all talking about y'all don't want to work? It's not that we don't want to work. We are not going to be mistreated, undervalued, and underpaid doing what we want to do. And what y'all we need don't us to see do? Any progression, right? Because they really was banking on. Um, all of the benefits after, mm-hmm. like you know how they be like, oh my four hundred one k, and uh-huh. this and that. they was but they was yeah, in the long and game until they realizing that that stuff they ain't getting no pensions no more. Yeah, and all of that. like no, it's it's different now. And so baby, this generation, we taking out that four hundred one k now. Okay. Give Yo. me my money now. Like, penalize well, no, me. Baby, we'll find a, you. Have okay. a job and then have a side job that you ain't got to report to the government. Uh-huh. That's how we okay, get. we don't want the government on this. <laughs> <laughs> We're all your business. Buy your business. Buy your business. Um, but yeah, what a bleep say. Um, Trey said earlier when she knew that the the big adulting moment for her. What was your big adulting moment, Dream? I think also mine was the car situation, like I was saying in the Walking middle of her. When yeah, when I um pretty much got my own car, and I'm like, damn, nobody gonna pay for this car. I put nothing towards it. And then when I was calling insurance, and they were saying the same thing, like four hundred because you're a new driver. And then my mom didn't have no um insurance enough, so I'm like. <laughs> No, I didn't do that because I just knew um, being a new driver, I'm like, I don't want to, you know, mess this up and this mm-hmm. hinder me in the long run yeah. or in the future and stuff like that. Just like well, with, that was very mature. Yeah. Just like with rental stuff and <laughs> things like that, light. like credit and stuff. I really was like, I need to really take care of this because yeah. my thought of it was credit is everything. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that still stands down today. Well, they trying to change it. They're definitely trying to change it, but it still is a big thing. If uh-huh, it's because everything. from my understanding, what I, what I looked at and being adult, like adulthood was you need credit pretty much for anything to buy mm-hmm. a house, to yeah. have a car, to do all that. So I just was always working. Let me tell y'all when I first got my car, baby, I wasn't playing when people would tell me come place, I'm like, oh, that's too many miles. Yeah, I do remember that. I don't know that. Too many miles. I used to go off a mile to my car. I used to be like, they say it's 25 miles. <laughs> I don't know. I heard, I heard not to put miles on your car that much. But now that I'm old, I mean, like now that I'm in this more and I have more experience, I'm like, okay, it's whatever. I'm financially stable to, mm-hmm. you know, get another car if I need to. Yeah. Or pull a little stunt. <laughs> like insurance cover that. <laughs> State Farm, you aren't hearing this. <laughs> this is a, look, this is in bloop, bloop, bloop. This is dream talking. <laughs> but yeah, um, that was really my adulthood moment. And then, furthermore, my moving out. Well, I mean, I feel like I was grown always, honey. But I mean, I, you had no, the call before a, you moved out. It was right? a different yeah, level had, of adulting that you yeah, went yeah, to yeah, when yeah, you moved yeah, out. Yeah, because I no, the worst it. adult is trying to figure out what the hell to put on them damn WTs. Like, oh, yeah, how do I do this? Ma, how do I schedule me a doctor's appointment? What's going on with my um? Am I supposed to say? If I'm calling, how I'm supposed to say this or like they answer for my insurance? He gonna call me like, hey, clear schedule. We have to do health insurance. We don't have to do nothing. (laughs) Because I feel like, and that's I feel like that's another flaw of us. We they don't teach us how to do things on their own. They always do things for us. Yeah, don't give us those uh, nuggets. He disappeared when I said that, but. 
<laughs> disappear is when you piss and disappear. Um, <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I was saying that if I have a child, I want them at 13 to start having life lessons. So like that you have a child on... and she is 13. So start Shut teaching her. Because I don't. Trinita has a child. She's hiding from the world <laughs> like Drake, y'all. She's lying, guys. This is all slander. Um, but each year, like make sure you grasp it and not just tell you. Like, you know how parents be like, I sat you down and told you about the bills. Yeah, but you also didn't tell me you were not paying you all of them. Look, huh? them telling us about the bills. This light bill too damn high for you to keep on coming like, in and You out. also didn't tell me I can call and make arrangements. Exactly. You also didn't tell me. You're telling me about make... budget billing. Exactly. You didn't say nothing about that. So it's like, don't you don't don't do halfway educating. Mm-hmm. You do what you know, and what you don't know, you can get some other resources like hey this is all i know if you want to find out more we can find you resources but mm-hmm. i would never lead my child to be like yeah puh. you want a car steal it that's the only <laughs> way i know that's okay, what I cj Look, like, walks around looking for them because they wrecked them i but, feel like more so with fail parents far as black it's like you want this you're gonna have to maintain this on your own they yeah, don't give us they the, don't have the luxury of assisting us for or they time. just don't give us the tea that they was going to because they just want to uphold their image as though that they too. had it all good like if they were behind and bills, like if they, they figure don't it out. Us. They figure it out. Yeah, if they don't. They, they don't. See, that's what I was saying earlier about the image. Like they have yeah, the an image, image where they do not. They are not as honest with us about because adulthood as, as they we could looked be. at them. They wanted us to look at them in a perfect light and yeah. not knowing that mommy is behind bills. She right. just got an extension. Yeah. So yeah. for us, it's like oh, they pay. Oh, our bills ain't never late. Our right. lights always on, but right. not knowing that. I had that's because it was staying in a child's place. Or uh, I borrowed money from your grandmother uh, to make it rain. They don't put, say put, that. Put a little something on the lights. I had to put a little something on the lights, man, because you know it's in your sister's name. Uh, <laughs> I don't like how your head grown in anyway. <laughs> um, I will say my adulting moment was definitely college. When I went to school, I just had this misconception because I mean I had a scholarship, very good scholarship, and I only had to pay like girl shout out to you. Yeah, I only had to pay because I was preparing. Like when I was in high school, I was like, Trinita, said, I'm getting the hell out of yeah, here." I legit wrote my ticket, and I, I I feel like I've always been more mature for my age. Like I was I was asking the questions. Like my mother said that when I was younger, I saw a bill when I first started to read. I saw a bill on the table, and I was like, "What does past do mean?" And she was like, <laughs> "My so like stuff like that and i know at one of my one of my birthdays my father was like what do you want for your birthday and i was like can you just give me money to put on a light bill <laughs> and like he he wowed me out like wowed me out and he called my mother and wowed her out and she was like i didn't tell her to say that and she didn't but i always understood that as a member of this family and in this in here like you baby just girl been adulting all yeah. her life i want to contribute because i understand the stress of it and that's what i think the one flaw that I think if they would have been me more, white tees with um Cat Williams said that baby has a credit score of 720 <laughs> if they would have been more honest about the struggle as children or as young adults we could have been more willing to assist mm-hmm. because you also think like when they say oh the kid they selfish they don't want to right because you've taught us that we have to take care of ourselves we have to grind mm-hmm. for ourselves but if you have that family mindset of listen this is the situation and I understand whatever because even if it's something that we can't do financially if you come see your child and say I got work extra hours because I can't meet the bills I'm sure if these are the mature ones they'll be able to say you know what I'll help with dinner or I'll help with dishes if they understand that family is a partnership right. so I think me that so I'm like girl I ain't asked to be here you do what you need to do <laughs> again Look, you do what you need to if do they are the mature ones but yeah once I got to school like I had in high school I was like get good grades do this do that you get a scholarship boom bang bang it's all good but I still had to pay like I think each year was like 3000 and that's coming off of 50000 a semester 
each Ooh, year baby. was 3000 So it's I was like, Ivy League. I was like, great, great. And when they called me like, yeah, we haven't received a payment. I said, mm, I'm sorry, what did you say? <laughs> and they were like, yeah, we haven't. So what are you going to do? Mind you, they waited until sophomore year. They don't do this at HBCUs, guys, so be, be aware. Um, they waited until sophomore year to tell me, and I legit had to figure out, like, how am I going to stay? Am I going to stay? Am I going to transfer? What am I going to do? And I legit had to kick in the overdrive and say, this is a problem that I need to solve. And right. there's nobody that I that can call. Adult. That's yeah. adult in advance. Baby. It is. Mm-hmm. There's nobody I can That's call. AP. <laughs> I had to go in. I had to make arrangements with the school. I had to do certain things. Like I had to get more jobs. Mind you, I was working in my sleep. Like my job was a RA. That was part of, I got my housing because it was a job. Mm-hmm. So I was literally doing everything I can do. And then I had to feel like you have to do more. And at that point, I just was so stressed and overwhelmed and it was like I wasn't prepared for this. Mm. Mama ain't tell me it was gonna be days like mm-hmm. this. But, but you I know really, that prom life ain't no crystal stairs. Well no crystal nothing. Like crystal meth. Life is a Yo. crystal meth. Um, but yeah, so once that happened and I really was able to to go and make like put myself out there and do things that were not normal for me and not usual for me. And it worked out like to the point that when I graduated, they called me back in and was like, we really appreciate you being here. Here's some money towards your loans. Never had that happen. Like I never heard of that happening. Cried like a baby about it. But it's like I've been up in sex by 12. <laughs> crying. Yes, no, because there, the one thing that I've learned and even in that situation and in life period, I've learned that. I'm all I always want to prepare mm. because when you prepare you can do your best work you can give your best energies preparation your best yeah always because even with children like the reason that it's not because I haven't had the misfortune or the fortune or because you want to see a 13 year old guys or I'm about that, to start this or, <laughs> or that I have stock or that I have stock in plan B it's none of that <laughs> it's that said that they going up like a crescendo y'all talking about AMC I'm talking about, I'm plan, talking about plan B, B. um it's just that I just want to give them the best. Like I want, I respect that. that. Yeah, like you know how how much better it is when you prepare for something. Yo, this lady told me the other day. I was telling her like how old I was, and she was like, "So you don't want kids?" I was like, "Yeah, you know, after thirty ish." And she was like, "You gonna be high risk." And I had a choice because I could. She was sixty two, so mm. I had to think about that. Like I could have been like, "Oh goddamn, tell me I'm you no know, goddamn high risk." But I was like, right. "Think about where she's coming from mentally." Yeah. They was popping babies out at fourteen because right. they thinking, "Well, damn it, you gotta get it while it's hot." Because and also contraception was not as That's advanced true. as and it I'm is just now. Like, my money ain't baby ready, so yeah. unlike you who telling me how you still lived in the house with your mother and your baby in 1979 and you still live in the house, <laughs> I don't want to be like you, sweetheart. Yeah. Sweetheart, you 62 talking to strangers. You 62 talking to strangers. Don't talk about what happened in 79. Go on Rose Street. Whoever grandmother that is, you need to leave. (laughs) (laughs) Be telling y'all, be no damn high risk at 30. Nicki Minaj just had a baby at 35. That's anything's possible, but my money need to be long. It's high risk, young or older. Like, but not even that. We have different technologies. Yeah, yeah. Like if we can freeze out uh-huh. eggs we can get yeah. circus they was popping out at 14 because they ain't have nothing else to look forward and to and also our grandparents generation was popping out at 14 because the they didn't have he got a job that's all they need exactly he got a job like, she got the house and that's that's why I, I find it really hard when we talk about like adulting and where we are now like relationship wise i don't like to compare where we are with where they were right because it's a lot of um the one thing i think i tweeted it a little while back it was like i said 
I've seen women evolve from where they were. Mm -hmm. Like women have legit been the ones that had to be in the house that were not educated. They could not have their own bank accounts, nothing without a man. They've evolved to being the most educated group in America. The maids. Hey maids. Yeah. The most educated group in America. The the group with the most business owners, the most entrepreneurial group. And now it's like, I don't think that black hetero men have evolved that way. Their demands have increased, Mm -hmm. but they have not evolved because y'all still thinking that because you bring a check home that that's more so decreasing. Because if you think about like most majority relationships, if you're not the substantial black person of being a celebrity or rapper or Mm -hmm. basketball player, more so the regular life people, the women's are the one with the business. Yeah. And the men's are the ones with the illegal things that yeah. just brings in that money sometimes. But the woman has that business Consistent. that consistently yeah. bring in the money and stuff like that. And so like that, that's definitely really hard because then you have like me, I'm dating hetero men. You're dating hetero and bi men. I'm sorry. They're clearly not hetero. Hetero you're and dating. gay men, honey. That's what I'm dating. <laughs> and uh, dating, um, Trey's looking like a hetero man. It's like, yeah. I'm joking, I'm joking. <laughs> so she get to come up either way baby Uh but like it's so hard when i'm one we all know how i feel about how i feel about my space and my things i'm not trying to be with somebody that is not equal or better because at this point you just a liability and if i wanted a child i could have one and that's that so it's just like you have a child (laughs) that makes it harder when it comes to relationships because i'm not just looking for what you can provide i'm looking for emotional intelligence Mm -hmm. i'm looking for you know mental capability i want to have a conversation i want to see consideration whereas back in the day our grandparents was like nigga you got a job like Troy said nigga Mm -hmm. you got a job let's have kids and just go on and then but you know what's crazy some people still are living like that yeah because they don't have like no shade no tea i know some people that's like I got the Section 8, he's selling drugs, we gonna have some babies yeah. and lay up. It, they don't have anything else to look forward right. to. I, but I don't see it, like, from my vision, I don't see it like that. I still see in the women being the head honchos of mm-hmm. it. Just because No, I'm saying there are some who are literally that, not like, doing yeah, anything. Yeah, I'm saying but, some, but I'm saying majority. But women are, are more of the breadwinners yeah, of our generation. Yeah, and so like you said, I am winning because these ladies kick out <laughs> on me. They'll have their CNNs, their RNNs. All of them look, have their last checks, their hairstyles, last checks, RNs, all of it. Vacation me, vacation me, vacation me. Baby, you need me go get that lace glue? I go pick up that lace. I go get that package for you. And don't worry about them pads. I throw them in there too. So yeah, I just feel like with that is great progression of the ladies flipping the narrative of being now the men more so I don't want to say most men but they are the house males or yeah. house husbands they need to just embrace it at this point stay exactly. home to embrace so. the kids but, but that's what I'm saying area. not even that because typically when black males are in the household like in a uh paternal sense like raising kids they do a really good job mm-hmm. like black men are the most involved parent when they are involved as far as the males white men, Asians, whatever. Mm-hmm. Black men are the most involved and the most creative. Could the, the most... white daddies go to work at corporate, sleep with the missus or the job? They'd be like, you don't talk to brother two, brother no, two see, B. That's what we could say. The white women still live the lifestyle of they being they housewives. housewives. Yes, they do. But more so the black How, women what you are say last time? Housewives. <laughs> housewives. <laughs> housewives. <laughs> oh, God. Um, but yeah, so uh, we have a new... A segment. Okay, yeah. So, guys, as you know, this is new to majority of us. Trinice having a podcast prior, but this is new to me and Trey. And then this topic and this environment is new to all of us. Mm-hmm. So, we're you guys are going to grow with us. Absolutely. So, we are introducing a new segment. It's called... Um, 
forgive us because we still been working. It's a working it, title. We have we are undecided if it's called shoot your shot or take, take a, a shot, shot with the cousins. I, I think like we're take a shot. I think yeah, I think we're supposed to levitate to take a shot with the cousins. So with that is we'll give you guys the opportunity to send in your questions or ask advice from the yes, cousins. You get a shot of advice from yes, us. Yes, from mm-hmm. us. So take today, a real shot too because we ain't going to okay, play. Yes, okay. That's true. So today we have a... Oh, it's not a voice. It's not a voice number. I'm going to read it. Um, oh, okay. You can read it. Got it. So we have... Our first... Um, our first dose. Our first shot, honey. Let me pull it up. And also, while we're pulling this up, know that you can send us your shot of advice uh i'm sorry the shot that you would like advice in uh, email us at cocktails and cousins at gmail.com also dm us cocktails and cousins or any of us individually and we'll be sure now keep in mind we don't got time for a whole bottle so we'll <laughs> pick the shots that we feel like apply to the topic um Maybe we're talking it's expensive we taking shots of, um 1942, 1942 so only one at a time so <laughs> if you have any questions about adulting or any you know anything that you want to get into that vein Feel free to hit us up, and we will talk about it on our next show. Yes, oh, say, Okay, so one of our cousins wants to know. Hey, cousin. What you call him. Saying, so my boyfriend got a high sex drive, and I don't be wanting to have sex. I don't be wanting Should to I have sex. Should I be the one reading this? Sure, you can. <laughs> all right, because we all know. <clears throat> Here's our cousin. So my boyfriend got a high sex drive, and I don't be wanting to do it, though. I just don't be in the mood all the time. So, like, how do I get in the mood when I'm really not? And same with head, because I barely do that anymore. And we live together, so I guess it's not as sexy as it usually be. I don't know. Who wants mm. to go first? Y'all live together. That's where you messed up. <laughs> so I'm coming home to the same pussy. Look, she making Alfredo again. <laughs> girl, you got, girl, you got to pack all this stuff and move out. It's going to get spicy. Pack all this stuff, put it at the door, then y'all live together no more. Not that. Block him too. Then he gonna really be on you. Okay, that's trade advice. Huh? That is trade advice. <laughs> you take that how you want to take it. All, uh-huh. it. all advice is you selective look, and solo. You get to pick what shot you want. Honey. Exactly. Trey just gave you Hennessy <laughs> mixed with Doucet. Yeah. <laughs> so I think my up. advice would be yeah, just spice it up. Um, be more spontaneous and do it as so he can wait a while. So if you like. I don't know if you guys do role play or things like that, but like change up how you um, go into it and more foreplay maybe because, you know, guys aren't really big mm-hmm. on foreplay. They just want to get straight to the point. Go straight to pound town. <laughs> Make him go to the liquor store first. Oh, or like yeah. That, honey. So yeah. I, I feel like, um, and then I feel like the, um, you only, because you guys are moving in, if this is somebody that you love and you feel like this is going to be your for lifer, baby, you're going to have to prepare for this because yeah. you're already committed and moved in together. So mm-hmm. I feel like, these are the times when you get to explore your sexuality with him. Mm-hmm. So try new things, maybe toys, things like that. So you don't have to do all the work yourself because I know males, L sex organs on outside. So with males also, we just get erected anytime. So it's not more so of a, like a workup to as the woman mm-hmm. is, you got to do a bunch of things. So you got to feel a certain way. We just randomly just get hard, honey. So yeah, we, wanna, we was born ready. Man. We want to just say. go, go, go. Bang, 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 honey. Like, okay, no, pops. I put my hand for the head <laughs> okay. every night. Uh-huh. Boom, boom, bang. <laughs> <laughs> so I just feel like maybe just like be spontaneous with it. Change the tone of it and just do some foreplay or role playing. Um, I'm going to agree with Dream on this. I think that that's very good advice. But I also think that you cannot um, disregard the 
impact that planning has on things. So like mm. people talk about like, oh, planning sex, like when you marry, but even when you move in together, when there's a comfort, you do need to have plans because then you have something to look forward to. It's kind of like if you had a hard week at work and you told your girls like, we going out this weekend, mm-hmm. you, all week you're thinking about me going out this weekend and that's so helping you. Yeah, yeah, that's helping you be like, I know this Wednesday was hard, but Friday, I gotta wait. My girls uh, right. I can't wait so to it. It's mm-hmm. the same thing with dating or with being with somebody. Like just maybe you'll say, you know what? You're not in the mood right now, but you have to at least pick certain days. And I think depending on the sex drive of your partner, like communicate because sometimes what you think that they might want, he might just be doing it because he might think that this is, if I don't show you this much affection, you don't think I want you or I'm Mm -hmm. cheating or whatever. And you just clearly feel like, you know, I got to do this because you want it. But if there's a communication and an understanding one, then y'all can get on the same page. But two, if you start planning certain things, like let's say, okay, a midweek, a weekend, or whatever works for y'all, and even if you make it a thing, like a date up until mm-hmm. that point, that's still a part of foreplay. So I would say everything that Dream said, the toys, the foreplay, all of that, absolutely, but also planning certain things so that you have something to look forward to can entice, um, can enhance that um, desire for each other and that intimacy. So hopefully that works. You know, let us know. Yes. I really, yeah, give us a a follow-up. But I really love what Trudy said. The plan is everything, honey. Open your legs and open your schedule, honey. Open your legs, open your mind and your schedule. Or, or, open that goddamn door and pack that shit. (laughs) And wait. Don't listen to Trey. Don't listen to Trey. He gonna run. He gonna gonna rip your clothes off. (laughs) That makeup sex is the best sex. Start some shit, girls, and you can get it in. (laughs) I really do love what Trini said, planning it. So the build up, I feel like that probably be the best, like, not more so put him off, but like tease him or set a date for it yeah, so he can yes. be anticipated for that. Right. And but then it'll also last longer also. Perform. Because what you don't want to do is be like, boy, Saturday. And then uh-huh. Saturday come and be like, See, boy, I'm tired. I feel like, no, but I feel like with her situation saying that he wants it all the time, if she holds out for him, she'll be more so like, yeah. okay, now that I made him hold up, I really got to give him right, yeah. all I got. But so. I, Yeah, but I think also men don't understand, like, it's more two sex for women. Mm-hmm. Period. So yeah, it's like, not. Like, but no, yeah. that's what I'm saying with yeah. the experience of it all. Like, right, yeah, damn, she made me wait this long and it was and this great. This, yeah. yeah. So then I feel like he'll be more to, so yeah. of like, I'm going to wait for Open a minute because I know she'll perform better yeah. rather than I'm trying to get it every day. And then also study, honey. Do what mm-hmm. you got to do. Like, perfect those skills because just like I would say, work on, you know, your communication and, you know, your support. Work on sex. That's a big part of relationships. Like, w- find out what they like and do that and do it well. And if you got to ask, ask. Yeah. And make sure absolutely. he, and make sure you're being vocal with what you need. Absolutely. Make sure it is a two-way you. street because sex is not just about okay. male satisfaction. It's about women's as well. Hello. Look, make sure you get yours before he get yours because what? <laughs> The egg came before the chicken, honey. You got the eggs. He got the cock. So you take the how you want to take it. And if all else fails. Here you go. Do not turn for this no. man out again. Get you aside, nigga. It's like, no, no, no. But no, on a serious note, I agree with what Dream and Trini said. Don't listen to me because I'm just toxic. And makeup sex is the answer to everything. Look, if it's getting boring, I go start some shit just so I can have some the argue about so we can have sex later. Um, yeah, like living together is hard. Like I had a situation where my girlfriend was and me was like kind of living each other before, and we did have sex every day. Ex girlfriend, ex girl, right? Ex girlfriend, ex. This the pants, 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 baby. But I'm just saying, <laughs> like, big and triple X, son. Triple X, right? <laughs> I never look. Uh-uh. So, anyways, it like you going to work every day, you coming home, same mm-hmm. schedule, same Alfredo. You know, you just like God <laughs> damn it, warriors, God damn it. So, You're writing us letters now. <laughs> you basically just feel like it's too routine. Yeah. Or, you know, 
book a B and B. Absolutely. Change that B and B air. No, we're not giving them that much. B and B. Book the B and B. Get a hotel. Look, yes, go, go to it in a car. Go, go to a different change space. Change the scenery. Yeah. Like, uh-huh. look, change your personnel. Uh, leave change your drawers yeah. at home. Get under the table. Get freaky. Yes, send them text dead. messages like, "I'm not wearing drawers. What you trying to do? Meet me in a bed. Do okay. all of that. Absolutely. Yeah. But why? But like like, like, like Trini said. Be careful because if the man got a hot sex drive, he's going to think you going to act like this all the all time. All the time. So Tell yes. this nigga this that's is a why, pay-per-view. This yeah, is a special why, preview. But no, that's, that's, why, why that's why I said planning. Time limit, yeah, the planning. The planning, the planning and yes. the holdout Because if you it. like, listen. If you want to, if you give that man threesome that up, new, if you can't handle no, this honey, all by yourself. Not, if you're not mentally strong for a threesome, disregard what she said. Again. What Trini's saying is that far as planning and the holdout of it so he can't be used to oh she gonna act now that she starts something new and she doing yeah. it every night right he's it, gonna it be expecting that out, every night it right? out quick yeah. so you gotta give him that space of you get this that this anticipation. week uh-huh next yeah. week i'm gonna do this and do that to you it's the same reason week, why mm-hmm. you see a trailer for a movie and you still want to see it you see mm-hmm. they give you good parts Snippets. but they still make you wait so mm-hmm. in that time of waiting you like oh that trailer was so good i can't wait to see it and you still invest your money it's the same thing like I really think that when you are moving in with somebody, that's probably the closest you can be when you cohabitate, but you have to make it a point to make it not routine. Mm -hmm. Like it should be routine to expect, but it shouldn't be routine to know the the play. So like me and Trey live together. It should be okay. Yeah. My sister going to be home. But like we literally probably hugged each other the other day. I was like, I haven't seen you in so long. I miss you. Like we do that stuff, but it's also like when we know, right. When we know that we haven't seen each other, we plan things, we schedule things. It's Mm -hmm. like, Hey, Let's go get dinner or let's do this or spontaneous sort of things. Like you have to figure out what works one for you, because like you said, y'all too, the sex drive is different. So figure out what works for you that you can maintain because it's nothing worse than disappointment, especially sexually. Um, So do that, plan it out, girl, you got this. And let us know how amazing it is and how many rave reviews yeah, you get. We need a follow up because if they don't, up, if it don't work with them, you know what to do. <laughs> Shut up. Go don't start some shit, girl. <laughs> don't stop with her. Thank you guys for tuning in to yet another episode of Cocktails and Cousins. Be sure to like, review, and subscribe to our channel. You guys can follow me on Instagram at DreamTheDoll. That's J-R-E-A-M-T-H-A-D-O-L-L. And we hope you guys subscribe, like, leave a comment, let us know. Follow us on Instagram at Cocktails and Cousins. And follow me on Instagram at Nizzy89 or my business page, Shooter07. And of course, always Cinco de Mula in here. You know the spelling C I N C O D E M U L A. Wipe me down. Wipe me down. <laughs> so, yeah, follow us, like, subscribe, let us know what y'all think, and hit us in the DMs, all that. See y'all next time. Bye. 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 Bye.